Sleep what? Some people think that astral projection and sleep paralysis are linked. Because you know during sleep paralysis people wake up and they can't move, they can't say anything. Right. And so they feel as though maybe their spirit left their body. And so some people have that that um ideology about so we're gonna talk about that. So let me download this real quick. Roll up. This overlay because I can't roll show all the video. Yeah, roll up. But I'm gonna allow you to hear the audio. I'm shocked you never had that. Okay, so that all being said, thanks to everyone who bought oh, memberships. Oh yeah, channel. yeah. Floating over myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but you ain't never woke up. You be trying to wake up and you can't. Uh uh. Can't wake up. No. And then finally you see wake up. Uh-uh. Really? Uh-uh. I just know I wanted that woman to stop giving me okay. them damn injections in that motherfucking hospital, man. Yeah, All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Astral projection. Let's talk about it. So unlike the sort of out-of-body experience that some people report when they have near-death experiences, astral projection is an intentional out-of-body experience. You see, that's the difference. Some people say that they feel like they have died and come back. So they did it on purpose. Sorry, I read good you know, about a man who How can you do that on purpose? Save a drowning child. He hit his head on the bottom, and he was knocked unconscious. Now, after he was revived, he said that he had actually, you know, gone into the spiritual realm, and uh, he actually said that he saw Satan. Okay, and so when he came back, he quite frankly said he was going to get his life together. Now, I don't know if he really saw Satan or he just thought he did or whatever, but uh, that was a near-death experience. Uh, there's been other stories where people say that they have been in a dark tunnel where they saw a light ahead and they were walking towards the light. And then, you know, um, they saw their relatives who had passed on and maybe they told them it wasn't their time and told them to turn back. Those are all near-death experiences. And I don't equate those to be the same as astral projection because near-death experiences happen through no fault of your own. Astral projection is something that you induce, okay? Something that you can actually make happen, okay? So astral projection is when the consciousness of a human is projected outside of their body into what we call the astral world. It occurs when the consciousness is sent into the astral form of this world. An out-of-body experience, also called OBE, is a transient experience that some people have while conscious uh, that their self seems to become separated from their body. 
It maybe floats above the body and looks back down at the body from an elevated location, according to researcher Jane Aspen. She's a cognitive researcher at Angel uh, Anglia Ruskin University in England. Now, astral projection is an intentional out-of-body experience that usually involves the experience that the self can seem to travel far from their body, even to other countries or planets. Western esotericism commonly uses the term astral projection to describe a purposeful OBE, out-of-body experience. Uh, in short, it's a way of describing the human consciousness or soul or astral body temporarily leaving the physical body, unanchored from its mortal flesh and blood. The astral body can supposedly do all sorts of miraculous things. Now, if you all saw the movie that came out some years ago, I believe the movie was called Insidious. I think that was the name of it, uh, where this man had the ability to astral project at will. And then also his son was born with it. He was inherited. How many of you saw that movie? And well, they were going into the spiritual realm, but unfortunately, that was scary. Uh, they were going into a demonic realm right. where malevolent spirits were. Say it again. Okay. Obsidian Blazes, I'm working on remote viewing again. Let me tell you something, Obsidian Blazes. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I'm going to talk about that at some point, okay? I'm going to talk about remote viewing because I've actually done that. And when we discuss it, I'll tell you some things that I saw when I was doing it. All right? Uh, said, yes, he saw so I'm like calling up on them spirits. Okay. Shit, I don't yeah, like fucking with. Movie. It was a little scary, but it was good. Okay, so if you can harness the power of this phenomenon, you could potentially travel anywhere your imagination desires. Astral projection has been around since ancient times. But you really not throughout there. Various cultures but you think religions. you're there. You but there, but you're not there. You can't do anything there. You're only there. That's what people it, got really interested in. Anything, mm. Now, a 19th century mystical system called... Now you knock something uh, down or something. But you Which really, really claims that we have seven bodies from the lowest physical to the highest spiritual and mental body. You see what I'm saying? You know, like the seven chakras. Now, the lower, lower chakras and the higher chakras. Well, some people think we actually have several physical bodies inside of ourselves. Now, the astral body is supposed to be able to separate from the physical and travel to the astral <laughs> Now, I think myself personally that spiritual people pursue astral projection as part of their spiritual journey. That's what I believe. That's, what the um, that's why I think it. most people, not all, but I think that's why most people do it. Most spiritual people are interested in things that are out of the box or things that some people don't really believe in. Uh, they may study demonology because they are curious about malevolent spirits. They may study, you know, angels and orbs and things like that because they're curious about benevolent spirits. Um, Astral projection, lucid dreaming, remote viewing, these are all things that spiritual people tend to be interested in. Because people that don't dabble into the spiritual realm, don't care about other dimensions and things like that, those things don't tend to pique their interest. Now, so basically, uh, when we raise our consciousness, we start to realize that we are more than just our physical selves. We are spiritual beings living an earthly existence. 
People who astral project usually believe that there are other dimensions beyond this world. Uh, some want to travel to places their physical bodies could not go. And in some cases, it's to commune and interact with non-physical entities like spirits, gods, or even deceased loved ones at times. This is all very true. Uh, some people who are mediums, they call themselves psychic mediums, uh, some of them purposely astral travel because they want to talk to, you know, uh, people who passed on. Uh, sometimes people are paid to talk to people, you know, the passed on relatives of people that come to them for service or have questions about maybe something the person didn't get to tell them before they passed on. Uh, but you have to be careful because a lot of these people are grifters. All of these people clearly don't have spiritual gifts. Some of them will just tell you whatever to get your money, and then you would never be the wiser because you don't know because you can't do these things yourself. That's why it's easier to raise your own levels of consciousness so you can do things yourself. You can ask for project yourself if you want to, you know, go into the spiritual realm or see if there's other dimensions. It's best to learn to do these things yourself. And I don't trust uh, mediums and all that stuff. I just don't fool with that. People who say seances and all that stuff. That's just occult-like practices, in my opinion. Okay, now, skeptics have said that there is no scientific evidence that consciousness, mind, itself can exist separately from the body or can detach from it. Well, this is what some skeptics say, but I'm gonna tell you how I know that's not true because right now with AI tech technology, they absolutely can transfer the consciousness of people. They've said this, and if you've ever been on Google, for example, um, you've been on your cell phone, and you may have said something, uh -huh. you know, or thought about something, and, and then a big ad word popped up. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes they're downloading people's thoughts. I also believe that Google definitely does that and stores this, you know, in AI technology. That's just what I think. But I know they absolutely can uh, transfer consciousness. Now, they may not tell us that, but I think that they absolutely can. That's why they're building all these robots and things. You see, if they can transfer a human consciousness into a robot, you know, something like that, some type of AI technology, then they could live forever, right? They just much live forever. Because it's the physical body that gets worn down, that grows old, you know, that gets sick. It's the avatar that encases our spirit and our soul. So that all been said, just think if you took your soul or your consciousness and you just put it inside of a a robot, some type of AI technology. You can just be around for a long time. No, that's and so I absolutely saying. believe that there They're is evidence. They're just straight up listening. Okay, now it seems hey, as no. though I put somebody in a different place in the body during out And then all of a sudden they gonna know what she's talking about being and that is serious uh, being self generated by the brain. Now, you know, we were talking on the phone, and didn't need to be telling that. No, they didn't listen. That's just they listen. Ain't no, that ain't no AI. No. Yeah, AI, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I know that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they Uh, so sometimes, 
things going on with our really? brain may cause us to have out-of-body experiences is what they're saying. Now, this is an area that combines signals from multiple senses to create the model of ourself in the world. Aspel says that when the brain malfunctions, it gives rise to an unusual model and experience of the self in the world, one that seems to be separated from the body. So basically saying some people may think that they're astral projecting, but maybe it's just something going on with their brain and it makes them feel as though, like maybe they're hallucinating. It makes them feel as though their spirit is disconnected from the body, that they're separate. Uh, but that's not always the case. That's what she's basically saying. Now, deja vu. Well, the reason I bring up deja vu is because some of you may have, let's talk about this for a second. How many of you, once in the chat, if you have ever gone somewhere that you supposedly have never been, but yet things there, like the surroundings, the buildings, or just different things seem very familiar to you as though you've been there before. But you can't recall having ever having gone there. All right? It's like that's deja vu, right? That's what I just put. Look, yeah, she she it once, look, where it said deja vu, said you have it all the time. The name. Right, because she didn't sometimes ask the name you oh. can just feel like, you know, she I've never been here, but it's it. all too familiar. Well, you could have been extra predicted because people can make themselves, they can induce astral projection, but sometimes it just happens without you even trying to do it. Quite often, I've experienced deja vu. That's what I heard say okay? it's Now, it can I have astral traveled myself, and to me, it's like deja vu. Deja vu is an expression derived from the French term translated as Everybody already do it, you can Now, this common kind of intuitive experience triggers a recollection of a place visited a person seen previously or an action already carried out. It resembles a memory, a thought from the past, even though in the timeline you are living in, it is in the present future. Let me tell you all something. Now, this is a crazy story, and I'm going to tell you all this. And I may have told you all this before and so forth. Years ago, probably about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more, I was working at this place. And I had a dream two years prior. And the dream was a lucid dream. It was very real. In fact, it was a lucid dream. And I dreamt that I was walking along a street and it was, you know, uh, gloomy outside. The leaves were rustling on the ground. The wind was blowing. It's kind of a breeze. It wasn't cold, but just a little breezy, brisk, shall I say. And so I came upon a synagogue. And I walked into the synagogue. Really, when I came up to the doors, they just sprung open by themselves. I didn't touch them. They just sprung open. And as I walked in, there was a dimly, it was a dimly lit room. They didn't have lights on. Everything was by candlelight. And there were people on the pews. And they all turned and they were looking at me as I walked in. But there was a woman at the very front. Oh, I see. And she wasn't at the pulpit, but she was standing on the floor directly beneath the pulpit. And she was possessed. Okay, she was possessed by demons. And she was acting very erratically. You know, um, you know what people you've seen people act when they're demonically possessed and movies and whatnot. And 
And so anyway, I went straight up to her and I started speaking another language. And I was waving my hand over her and I was casting out this demon. And I eventually cast the demons out of her and she fell to the ground. She fell to the floor. And then I woke up. Now when I woke up, that language that I had been speaking in the dream, I could still speak that language. I didn't even know what the language was. Later I found out that it was Hebrew. Now a pastor told me that is what you call speaking in tongues. You see, when you speak in tongues, that's a gift from the most high. And when you're actually doing it, the language you're speaking can actually be translated. It can actually be translated. Now you may go to church sometimes and there's people talking in what sounds like gibberish and they're just shouting out stuff or whatever. And it's clearly not a real language. It's just something that they're doing. It sounds like babble to me. And you can't translate it because it's not a real language. Okay? Well, if you can speak a language that you've never spoken or studied before, then that is usually what they, if you just instantaneously do it, like something you it just happens spontaneously, that's speaking in tongues. And so that's what I was told I was doing. But what was the craziest thing about this whole dream was that two years later, I was working at a job, and this young woman came up to me one day, and she starts talking to me. And she says to me, that she had this strange dream the night before. And she tells me about the dream and she says, oh, I'm walking down the street. It's gloomy outside. The leaves are rustling on the ground. It's brisk, breezy in the air. The wind's blowing. It's not cold. And I walk upon this huge synagogue. And I'm thinking, this woman is telling me the same dream that I dreamt two years ago. And she's actually using the same words that I used to describe it. Now, because, and I thought that was very interesting because here's the thing. I use very specific words when I talk, when I'm telling a story, when I'm relaying a message or whatever. I use very specific words, and I believe that it's likely because I am a writer. Okay, I like to write books and short stories and things like that. And so I use very descriptive words. Like I said, the leaves were rustling on the ground. Um, it was a brisk, breezy day. You know, things like that. She was using these exact words, which I thought was crazy. And then she went on to tell me the rest of the story. That was exactly what I had dreamt. And I told her, what made you come and tell me this out of everybody here? Because I didn't even know her that well. I had only been working there maybe a couple of weeks. And I actually, it wasn't even my normal account. It was just an account they sent me to, to do some overtime. And so I asked her, what made you come and tell me about the dream? She said something in her spirit told her to talk to me about it. And I said, that's crazy because I had the exact same dream two years ago. And so then I spoke to a shaman and I told him about the dream that I had and the one that she had. And I said, how did she have the same dream? He said that I had pulled her, I may have pulled her into my dream because I'm a shaman. I come from, you know, um, native shamans. And I don't care what people tell you, you're born a shaman. You're not taught to be one by going to school for mystics and all that, as some people want you to think. Those people can go to those schools and call themselves shamans, but being a shaman is in your bloodline, and that's just what it is. Okay, so with that all being said, um, he told me that I may have pulled her into the dream. He said because shamans have the ability to pull people into their dreams, and it's so weird because isn't that what happened on Nightmare and Elm Street? Now, if you read the, if you watch the video that I did about the true story of a Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, which is on my paranormal channel you'll that find that people no. absolutely can pull people into their dreams 
and all of these scary movies, most of them came from an element of truth, okay? Something that actually occurred. So with that all being said, I told him, well, even if I did put her into my dream, I still don't understand because I had the dream two years before she did. But here's the thing. He said, there is no such thing as time in the dream realm or the spiritual realm. There's no such thing as time. You see, time is a man-made construct. But how he so in, re in reality, in the spiritual realm, there's no concept of time. The so of though in, in, in this realm, it seems like it was two years ago, it could absolutely have happened at the same time, simultaneously. So I thought that was very interesting. I thought that was very interesting. That's the I remember when he gets, because I told you all this before, okay? Uh, so Rebecca says, I'm going to pull my sister into my street, okay? Uh, so now let me continue. Uh, so where did I leave off? Okay, this common intuitive experience triggers a recollection of a place visited before a person seen previously or an action already carried out. It resembles memory, a thought or feeling that the current situation is from the past, even though in the timeline you're living it is the present future. So there are two main avenues. There are two main avenues for exploring deja vu. The first is the physical perspective where it is seen as a phenomenon produced by the brain. The second perspective is based on the quantum, non-local state of consciousness and spirituality. Now, first, we briefly discuss the physical explanations provided by science, and later we can explore the metaphysical explanations. And that's, uh, I'm fascinated by how it confirms that our consciousness and soul are not bound by the physical. Uh, this is what Asco says. Uh, so she says, we've often seen the human body as the central aspect of being, but it's what the human body is home to. That contains this beautiful spiritual aspect of ourselves and the way projection affirms it. Now, if you want to experience astral projection, you should probably try mind in bed, clearing your mind, you know, meditating, visualizing that your astral oh. body is leaving you. Basically, that the you spirit is rising out of your physical body. Uh, this will take oh, some yeah, time to practice and concentration. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say oh, like real? this. I'm not going to say that people, you know, uh, some people say, well, people can be taught to astral project. Well, here's what I believe about that. I think that you can be guided into astral projection. Um, because, but for you to be guided into it, I think that already the ability and the knowledge of this and the belief of it has to already be within you. That's what I think. I think that we all have spiritual gifts, but all of us don't use them. All of us don't even realize we have them because we don't believe in these things. If you don't believe in something, well, you're not going to be able to use it successfully. You know, because like I tell you, the Bible says, whatever a man thinketh he is, uh, whatever a man thinketh, that's so he is. So if you don't believe you have spiritual gifts, then you won't be able to do spiritual gifts. You have to be open-minded, think outside of the box, and you have to know and believe. You know, otherwise, these things will just lie dormant, and you won't be able to maximize your full potential. Uh, so I think that you're born with different spiritual gifts, and if you are born with the ability to astral project, then that can be, you know, um, strengthened 
through someone giving you something like guided meditation or someone coaching you and telling you what to do as far as trying to, uh, you know, um, separate the spirit from the physical body. Okay, it takes concentration and focus. And you can't be sitting there worrying and stressing about it and all that, but that's clearly not going to help. It has to be high vibrational. Now, I would suggest guided meditations, like I told you, for assistance in astral traveling. Uh, you have to clear your mind, stay relaxed, imagine your inner self rising out of your body, weightlessly, light up the feather and all of that. Um, in the 1970s and 80s, now this is interesting, in the 1970s and 80s, the U.S. Army attempted to find out by conducting research into psychic tests and phenomena. Uh, they wanted to find out more about astral projection. So including out-of-body experiences, astral projection, this is reported <coughs> by Vice Magazine. Now, officers who worked as part of the Project Center Lane, they were hypnotized, okay? They were hypnotized, then attempted to reach the astral plane by using their mind. They supposedly used this heightened state to time travel, uh, to heal their physical wounds, even, or to engage in remote viewing, in which they could travel to other places and planets and report back what they saw. This is what the U.S. government was doing. So pay attention. <coughs> Don't let anybody tell you this. Is, you know, hocus pocus is not real and all these things. You absolutely can. You absolutely can have the ability um, to do these things. And like I said, the ones that are interested in these things tend to be spiritual people who are on the spiritual journey, and they start wondering, you know, finding out all these miraculous things that the mind and the body can do. Remember, I told you, the mind is one of the most powerful things that you can control. That's why you have a lot of people under brainwashing folks, okay? They want to control the minds of the masses, like the elite. They want to tell people what to think, what to say, you know, and how to live, what to oh, do. Oh, yeah, I hear it coming. Because if they have control of your mind, that is very powerful for them. But you should have control of your own mind. And you should absolutely be trying to heighten your levels of consciousness, and be more in tune with spirituality and That's strengthen your spiritual gifts. But before you can strengthen them, like I said, you have to know what you have. Okay? Where like it says once you remove That's doubt, you can do anything. Absolutely. Like Henry Ford said, uh, one of my favorite quotes, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're absolutely right. All right? And so now with that all being said, I want you all to hear this audio. Let me pull this up. I'm not going to show the uh, video. Like I said, I'm just going to let you all hear this audio. This is someone talking about their experience with um, sleep paralysis. Yes, Because like I was telling you, some people feel that during sleep paralysis when they can't move and they're awake and they're conscious, <coughs> they just can't move, they can't say anything. They think it's because the body has, the spirit has left the body and they woke up before the spirit returned. Okay? And that could be true. That's more of what they were talking about in that movie Insidious. She just glossed over it. Yeah. Not long after graduating high school, something strange 
early morning, I find myself in bed, awake, but unable to move or speak. Trapped in this state, I tried to scream, but couldn't. Then I realized that a spirit-like creature was on my bed, trembling. This experience was bizarre, but it took me a long journey around the world to explain to try to understand what is the science behind sleep paralysis. So sleep paralysis is this transition-like state between wakefulness and rapid eye sleep or REM sleep. And during REM sleep, you have vivid, crisp, lifelike dreams. And to prevent you from acting out these dreams and hurting yourself, brain temporarily paralyzes the entire body. Now, this is a smart thing because it prevents you from hurting yourself. Sometimes you wake up while you're still under the spell of the paralysis, leaving you stuck. In a sense, mindfulness <coughs> and the dream world collide. So these conflicting signals, you know, messages to your body to move, move, and no feedback coming back from the body, it creates a confusion in your sense of body image gets all distorted. Now the way your brain deals with this confusion is by building your body image for you. So it says, let me, let me, you know, hallucinate what your body image looks like. And in a sense, like uh, autocorrect or you know, filling in the blank, it will create your body image for you. The result is bizarre bodily hallucinations. You can see your limbs rotating the air or sink into the bed or your entire body may project out there in space. Now, this body image distortion also impacts your ability to distinguish between self and other. The sense that I am me and you are you. And as the barrier between self and other dissolves, you mistake your projected body for a separate entity with its own free will. In my research in over six countries, we found that cultural explanations can have a big impact on how people experience the process. What history? There have been stories of people seeing. Beliefs. I want to know: Do y'all ever make y'all famous bussy historian ever show you where he got his history from? I just want to know. I just want to know. Like, can he show me? Cause I couldn't find it. Did y'all show me? Cause I know y'all so well educated. You know. Y'all leader and stuff. He's so smart with his high school dropout ass, and he's a great historian. So I just want to know where are the receipts for this historian to be the word for a ride. I'm just, if I'm wrong, she, she I'm saying yes, yes, I promise you. This is your homework. Send it to so me. I shut the fuck up about it, right? I take it back because this is the thing. I swear this motherfucker just made up a word. He just made up a word. No. It's a tough language. Or what's it say sounds about right to be? Which is what you think, mother-in-law? He has his white mother-in-law, but she thought she said it sounds wonderful. She thinks the folks will fall for the shit. And uh y'all need and lo and behold, the holiday tradition is to buy a book for your loved one. So y'all get ready because every Christmas this nigga gonna have a book for sale. You drink a lot of water. You must you have a book for sale. Every 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 guy and y'all gonna buy that shit. Y'all dumb as fuck. I can't stand y'all dumb people. Anyway, I just want to tell y'all I've been gone a long time, and I just want to make it say 
it's not ready yet. But I do want to say a couple of things. I want to tell um, all of my boot camp students, you guys, who were in the first boot camp, check your emails. Um, a lot of y'all did y'all websites, and we promoted them, and people was making money. But a lot of y'all still say you stuck. Y'all be sending me emails. So there is a class tomorrow, right, for those that were already in the boot camp. Um, so you guys can come over to my check-in email. Y'all should have the links for that. And I just want to check in with y'all. I want to see where you're at. I want to see where you got stuck. Um, I want to see how we can get you moving forward. So um, check your emails, y'all, and um, yeah, bring your websites. Bring where you at and bring all of your questions, right, um, so that I can answer those questions for you so we can get y'all going, right? I want to say something um, about about making money online. I want y'all to look, there's a link in the um in the description of this video. If my moderators could grab it. Um there is another student that I just want to shout out because I'm proud as hell of him, right? Their link is in the bottom of this video. And um the name of their store, their website is called Prime Time Cards. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it is very necessary to bring up, right? Because I think that we give too much credit to the, the bussy stuff, the stupid stuff, the scamming stuff, and we don't give enough credit to the stuff that really needs to be taken care of, right? We like lights and whistles and big shit, even though it don't amount to nothing, right? Um, this is why Q have the hardest time raising donations, but we will give donations all day to somebody who is not building anything real, but they talk real nice, you know what I'm saying? They do things in a way that draws people to them. So they will do, we will give all of our money to those people, but not to the things that are really in works and playing. And I bring this up with the site that you're going to see in the bottom. And the reason why I bring this up is because we always say, well, Michi, what you out here doing? And Michi, 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 and her classes is a scam. I want to say to your mama, Bitch, your daddy, and your grandma too. Second thing I want to say is check out my student. I want y'all to know that this site belongs to a black man. Um, I want you to know that this black man, um, he has given you something in the black community that is equivalent to Walmart. Okay. So if you go to his site, you will see that he has everything on it. Okay. He has um everything from Shit, you need an air fryer? He got air fryers. You need a new bed set? He got bed sets. You need a purse? He got them $60 purses. But if you want, he even got them $2,500 uh, Gucci bags on there, right? So he has name brand, high class, low That's class, right? He has everything. He has every department. He has kids, toys. He has electronics. He got the same stuff that you could go buy at Walmart if you go down every aisle, right? He also hitting them in the face because what he also has is two to three day shipping. So while you're paying Amazon Prime, to have two-day shipping, if you just order from his site, you're going to get two to three-day shipping anyway. So I want you to understand, we have a black man that is giving you something comparable to where we spend our money all of the time. Okay? Black man owns that. Go ahead and click on it. Okay? And there's so much stuff on there. It's ready by everywhere else. Okay? And he's giving it to you, and you're getting it shipped to your house in two to three days. Okay? So... I don't know. I just, I, I give people the solutions. I give people the answers. And I guess my question would be, when we do these things and we build this stuff, we have to support this, right? So I laugh whenever anybody says, what is Michi doing for the community? I, I don't brag about everything that I do. I do plenty and I do it in silence, right? And so I will say this though, for everybody who keep talking, I really, you know, don't say too much about the stuff that I do online as much as other people brag about the stuff that they do. But I will say this. 
I have taken hundreds of black people and helped them make ways to make money for themselves. I have allowed black people to create structures and businesses that they can compete in these markets if y'all would just show them some love and y'all would support these black owned businesses. We speak about black owned all the time, right? Um, and so it's speaking about being black owned and how we don't have enough things. So it's hard to buy all black owned. So when we start replacing things and giving you something that's equivalent to the stuff that's not black owned, if you don't turn around and take advantage of that, how do we ever begin to build those things, right? Somebody said, is that drop shipping? Well, Black Pride, I can't tell you because I've taught many a classes. So this is a student of mine, I will tell you that. And what I will tell you is that in my classes, we do way more than drop shipping. So I can't tell you. When I look at the setup more than likely, it probably is drop shipping that he is doing. But in my classes, we learn everything. So if you want to white label your stuff, if you want to go find your own vendors, if you want to create your own supplements, if you want to have your own network, like we talk about it all, right? So another point that I would like to make about this brother, okay? Um, I want you to know that we all have the same amount of hours in the day. And so I would say to anybody that is taking my class, if you haven't taken a class, then I guess thank you. But if you feel that you are stuck or if you got upset and you gave up, I want you to know the only difference between the brother down in this comment section where I put his, um, his link to his website is that he got around those obstacles and he kept on. So understand you do have to have an entrepreneurial mind and either you're going to decide to make it work or it's not going to work for you. The things that are taught in the class, um, I only give one guarantee. And the guarantee is this. If you do it, it works, right? But if you don't do it, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't do anything for you. So what I will tell you is that for those that follow through, they see the progress. They see the things that they came in there to get built and it becomes built. But I will also tell everybody, I don't know why when people say making money online, like y'all don't think that it's a business too. So if you don't treat your online ventures as a real business, right? Like, oh, because it's online, this ain't a real business. You know what I'm saying? No, it's a real business. If you don't, if you treat it like one, it'll treat you like one, right? It'll bless you like one. But if you don't treat it that way, then you will get nothing from it. So I just want to show that as um, to some of the students and, and, and people who are like, well, it didn't work out for me, but it works out for plenty of them. So if you need to go back, if you need to start over, if you need to go back to the drawing board, if you was in the boot camp, if you need some help, you should show up in the class that I'm having tomorrow, right? Don't cost you anything. I just want to see where you're at, right? And let's get you all going to where it is that you need to um, to be. But but this conversation is important because what we're talking about is actually going to play into the conversation that we're having tonight. Okay, um, about AI and things of, uh, of that nature and where we're going in the future and what you should do to be prepared for that, okay? So again, just understand it's whatever you make it. I'm, I guarantee you this, like I said out of my classes, if you do what I show you to do, it works. If you don't do it, I don't guarantee you nothing. See, I make, I make no guarantees on your work ethics and I make no guarantees on you following through, right? <laughs> following through with your project. So once I give you the information, I need you to do your work. I need you to do your work, right? So that is the thing that's going to take you to the next level. I can give you all the knowledge in the world. I can point you in all the directions of where you need to go. But again, I've been telling y'all for forever, and all knowledge, not used, is what? My day ones know, all knowledge, not used, is useless knowledge, okay? So put your knowledge in use, and that's when it turns into power for you. So I do want to say that. Um, <clears throat> Somebody said great sales pitch, kudos. I don't know you think it's a sales pitch. I'm just telling you the truth. I, how about this for sales pitch? You don't have to buy shit from me. 
<laughs> you don't. <laughs> See, because this is the thing. People always be like, oh, we should teach her classes. She teach her classes. It's a scam. What y'all don't understand is that every way I teach my students to make money, I make money that way. So if you think that I have to sell classes to make money, I don't. And I want you to know that I sell my classes and I say this with real confidence and the rest of the people in the chat that are taking my classes can back me the hell up in this, is that just because I give y'all really cheap prices and my prices are cheap as hell and I do that because I know my audience. There are people out here that are teaching you less than what I'm giving you and they're charging you thousands of dollars for the same information. So don't let the price fool you. Like, I do this because I'm trying to get our people to understand something, but I'm, like, I got a class tomorrow. I promise you, you know what? I'm going to be in that class for three hours or more asking everybody's question. If you ever take my classes, when we get into the question and answer part of it, I do not leave until I've answered everybody's question. That's work. you damn right I'm not going to do all of that work and teach people every week and show up and can't go out to dinner with my kids and tell them not tonight, baby, because I got to work, right? I'm not getting ready to do all of that and then y'all don't give me nothing. So my prices are fair and sale, but don't let them prices fool you. I give you more information than any of those other classes do. I'm straight to the point. I'm not trying to sell you something the fuck else after you leave my course to do what you need to do. I just give you the information, right? And if you look in the chat, people will tell you that's facts and that's exactly what I do, right? And so, but understand that I make money in all the ways that I teach my people. So I make money all the time. You do not see me out here. How often am I out here talking about my classes? How often am I out here trying to push y'all towards this shit on Instagram? I never even talk about my goddamn classes. I don't even promote my classes as much as I should, right? I don't do that because I make money in, in, in other ways. That's not my, my bread, my butter. I do that because I'm trying to help people, right? So <clears throat> let me just say that. But you can go buy anybody's class. Go get, some, go get somebody knowledge. <laughs> you ain't got to buy mine. But so don't. Don't. <laughs> I don't care. Do yourself a favor and do. But if you don't, that's really on you. I mean, she gonna still be good. <laughs> I I know how I know how social media work. I know how social media work. I, I know how to make money, and I don't monetize on none of my shit. That's one way I don't get no money from Instagram, no money from YouTube, but nothing else. But I guarantee you, these socials pay me well. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> True. What? You talking to me? Look, I ain't been here in a while. Y'all know I be having time. Somebody said you're not a queen. Well, I ain't a queen. Why not? Y'all are some haters. You're not a queen. <laughs> you you somebody who ain't got no daddy. How about that? <laughs> Why you all in the chat? Y'all being kill me. Somebody come get y'all look good. Y'all men be killing me. Y'all be killing me. <laughs> Y'all be having so much to say to me. You're not a this. You're not a that. You know what I am? I bet you I'm a higher earner than you. And it seems like your feelings is hurt and your nuts is swollen back because you're just mad because you don't know how to make no money. <laughs> See, if you took my class, brother, what you could do is learn how to have some money. And you could be out right now macking in these streets, getting you a girlfriend or something. And you wouldn't be on with your live trying to talk crazy to me because you have a life. Because I would tell you one thing, you damn sure ain't got no girl. Because if you did, you'd be laid up underneath her and you would not be worried about what Michi is over here talking about. And you'd be all hugged up touching on her and your fingers would not have time to be typing that bullshit in my chat. So when you men do that, it just tell me how how lonely y'all is and you just want somebody to take you. 
And you gotta have the nerve for your name to be truth. <laughs> you a lie and the truth ain't in you. <laughs> you always got these names a shit that you ain't, but you wanna be. <laughs> At least on YouTube, you can live out your dreams through your name, whatever, brother. <laughs> That's a great thing. I do not define myself by what other people tell me I am, right? Because I guess in that case, then I wouldn't be a, a, a queen. But uh, I don't define myself by which I think. So that, that's all right with me. Just say what you want to say. Y'all do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell, you guys. Um, Somebody said, when was the next uh, boot camp coming? So Friday. Let me tell everybody this. So this weekend, see, this is the fact. Don't go buy my classes after this. And we'd be all excited. Like, I'm going to give me your class. If you wait till Friday, there's a sale all weekend. Gotta hit the okay, save some money because the, the, the sale is already set to go. Okay, so just wait till the weekend is on sale. And Friday, there will be signups for the next boot camp. It'll probably be the last boot camp that I am doing um, until probably later in the year again, like in November, because I just have so much going on. Can't announce it yet because it's haters, it ain't done, but whatever. Um, so anyway, y'all know that. So just look out for for Friday. If you're in the email list, you'll get an email about all of that stuff. Anyway, if not, the link to my website is in the bottom of the description. You can uh, go ahead and click on there and put your um, email in, okay, y'all? Um, so with that said, y'all, let's have this conversation, right? Um, how many of y'all think AI is a great thing, right? Y'all gonna be like, y'all y'all gonna say no just because of the title. Some of y'all think AI is a good thing, right? Don't lie. Like, y'all think some of it's dope, right? That cars can drive themselves. <laughs> no. But y'all like, no. Y'all know y'all think it's cool. Don't be lying, Sid. <laughs> hey, I'm going to help you find them taxes this year quicker than ever. <laughs> Look, Q says, I do. Thank you, Q, as a teacher. Now, I think AI is a great thing, right? Just like I think water is a great thing. <laughs> but fruit and vegetables are a great thing. But when you have great things that are in the hands of evil people, they take it and they use it, right, for um, the wrong things, okay? So this is what we have to be concerned about and we have to remember is that these great things in the hands of shitty-ass people is the thing that you should be concerned about, okay? So let's talk about AI for a moment in the sense of what is AI, right? It's artificial intelligence. So most of y'all might think, Oh, you know, okay, artificial intelligence, you think that maybe it's these these robots, like the one that's on the thumbnail, right? And and they're going around like the, you know, the Terminator and stuff. Although, we'll be getting there. They actually have um, what they're probably going to call droids, like an android. You remember watching Star Trek and shit? And they're actually going to walk around like that and look like human beings, but they won't be human beings, right? They've already created those things. But I want you to know that AI is way more than that so that you can understand the depths of it. So AI is the thing that um, is getting ready to take away all of your jobs. How many of you know that? Are y'all ready for that? Like we just gonna skip to the facts of tonight. They're getting ready to take all your jobs. Somebody said the robot cop, I mean. Okay, so let's go over this. So. When I say they're going to take your jobs, how many of you have noticed? I know it can't just be me. When is the last time you walked into Walmart and if you notice, nobody is ringing you up anymore? All of their, um, their, their registers are made for you to ring yourself up. Am I the only one that notices that here? So 
self-checkout. You can't get somebody to check you out. I know because I was at Walmart and I had a big old basket and I was angry because I had to pay like $500 for all that stuff in my basket. And I didn't really want to ring it up. I wanted somebody else to ring me up, but there was nobody to ring me up. You know what it was? It was people there to make sure that if the self-checkout messed up, they could come and fix it for you. But there was nobody to ring you up. This is happening at every Walmart. You know what else is happening at Walmart and Amazon and everywhere else? They are creating AI systems that stock the shelves. They will be putting all of the shipments together at Amazon so they won't need you to go fulfill these orders anymore. Mm -hmm. Gas stations. They have gas stations right now where um, they are all run by AI. You can go and pump your gas, but you can also go over to the gas station, which I would like to equate to a vending machine. And you can go and all of the products that would be in a regular store are inside of that big old machine. You can push everything you want and then they will send it right out to you. So we don't need cashiers, whether that's at gas stations or grocery stores. Some grocery stores now have these baskets, they're, they're shopping carts and they have a, a scanner on it. So as you are buying your groceries, you scan them when you put them in the basket. So by the time you get done with your shopping, there is nothing to ring up. All of your groceries in your basket already have a total. This stuff is already here. It's not going up. Right? Y'all think that driving cars that drive themselves are really great? Y'all like them Teslas? Hmm. They be driving themselves? <laughs> yeah, well, if you're an Uber driver, you can forget it because they're going to be driving us too. We're not going to need you yeah, to drive us anyway. So we're taking care of all the cashiers. We don't have any jobs. So all of you that are stocking the shelves and warehouses and your packaging stuff, you're not going to have a job. All of the Uber uh, delivers and the DoorDash deliveries, you're not going to have a job. Um, they are actually already, they've already put it into practice and they have been testing um, uh, delivering food through drones and they bring it right to your door mm -hmm. and there are already machines in places like New York and other places some of y'all in the church, I don't already seen them and they actually send these little machines to you when you order food and they come like to your door they're in this little refrigerator or heater you take it out and the thing say thank you and it just roll on down back the street to wherever the fuck you came from okay so this already exists so if you deliver food they don't need you if you drive people around they don't need you. That's why I'm trying to work on the store because eventually they won't need us. None of these things. You work at fast food? Huh? They don't need you. In a minute, computers will be flipping your burgers. Yeah, We don't have to be concerned with you picking up burgers off the floor and giving us nasty shit or spitting stuff at fast food restaurants anymore because the machines will be making them all. When you go to the fast food right now, how many of you have experienced at some restaurants already when you get to the drive through just like when you call to pay your bill and they have the automation on the phone? How many of you have noticed that at some fast food places when you roll up to the to the drive through window, there are no more people? The machine is asking you to please place your order. And if they don't understand you, they ask you to repeat yourself. Just like when you're calling to pay your bill on the phone and you can't get a person. Okay, then you're gonna come around to the window and there's gonna be a computer at some point that's gonna hand you that food. What y'all gonna do? Where y'all finna work? Hmm? Where you finna work? Everybody's talking about the trucking industry. Oh, the trucking industry is wonderful. They don't need you either. Do you not know that there has already been created? There is an a 18 wheeler that drives itself. If you drive trucks, you have to stop driving after so many hours by law. 
Okay? Because you have to go to sleep. You can only be up so long before they need you to go to bed so that you do not cause any crashes on the freeway. Well, when you're talking about AI, they don't have to take a break. So they're more effective, right? And the company buys them once and they don't have to pay the truck to keep driving itself. Like they have to keep paying the driver that drives this truck. So you're not going to need that either. You want to go further? See, we worried about police brutality. How many of you know, uh, in a minute, when you going to scream robot brutality? They're replacing the police too. Or you don't know that. So when you talk about defund the police, ain't going to be no police. They're going to tell you the, the, the way to getting rid of racism is to replace it with robots who don't have any racism in them, but be careful because AI are computers that actually observe things that go around. And when you put them in certain situations, they actually collect data and they look at everything that's going on and they continue to think and create and on their own based on what they have studied, what they have examined and what they have put into their database, they begin to have their own computed thoughts based on what it is that they have observed. That's the real root of what AI really comes down to. So to say that AI can't be programmed to be racist, <laughs> yes, but that's they use them. They have police robots. They have police, um, I guess, dogs, you want to call them. But they actually have actual police, like robots that like stand up like human beings. Have you not seen them? All of these things that I'm telling you are not coming. They're here. Already. They already exist. Y'all want another y'all want another kicker? How many of y'all have heard about the um y'all heard about the um the birthing place where they are going to uh everybody was saying, oh well, it's not real, it's been all over social media, right? Um that is it a hoax or is it not? So they were calling themselves debunking, okay? Um, but basically. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all not ready for, for where this country is getting ready to go. And this is why I, when people say to me, Michi, you're ridiculous. Michi, you, you, you too extreme. You can't stop what's coming. The only way you're going to stop it is to tear this shit down. So either you're going to walk into this crazy ass future that is coming, whether you want to or not, or either you're going to say enough is enough and we're going to stand it up and we're going to stop the government where they are right now, right? Either we're going to start a revolution or you're just going to go along with the get along and you can talk all the hell you want about what you're not. Yes, you are. Hold on. Women, it baffles me very much how it is that and I can't speak for every community, but in the black community, you know, we tend to think this, 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 um, you know, LGBTQ shit is cute. We cheer the brother on in a dress. That shit is I don't have no men around me that's twerking. I don't have friends like that. You know what I find really funny is that as women, none of us are pushing back in a loud enough voice. We think this shit is cute. But you do know that they're taking away your ability to be a woman. You are no longer a woman. You're
female is. That's not your gender. It's not breastfeeding, it's chest feeding. You are not a woman because you can give birth. You are called the birth person. And you would say, well, but how? Because everybody can't give birth. Yes, the fuck they can. With AI. So let me tell you what this lab is going to do. So everybody was saying, oh, well, it's not real. So you can go and you can look at it and see, you know, if it's real for yourself. But what they actually said is that it's not that it's not real, right? What it is, is that they haven't made it yet. But they're telling you it's not here yet, but it's coming. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be creating um, babies and artificial wombs. But this is the crazy thing. You can create your baby like a design. The only way to get this over with is to get this child out of you. So you have no choice but to push and do what you got to do because you can't not not do nothing. But it's not like we want to push this big old thing out of our vagina. Okay? We live. But I want you to know it is as painful as it looks. Absolutely, okay? But we live through it. We've been having children since the beginning of time. This is the natural process of having children. And so if all these women are dying from childbirth, why are they dying? Seems to me something is wrong with the health system, or maybe nothing is wrong with it. Maybe it's actually set up exactly like it's supposed to be. Something is wrong with the health system. But see, how many times I have to tell y'all, America loves to create a problem to make everybody else feel like we're in a situation where we need to be saved if we need help. And then they say, well, here's the solution to the problem. And we agree to it. So they get you to think that it's your idea. So when they implement it, they say, well, you said you wanted this for the safety of mankind. And we did it because you asked for it. When the truth of the matter is that they created the chaos to get you to agree to the solution, but the solution was the goal all the time. Do y'all get what I'm saying? It was all it was all created to get you to this point. Because if they just force it on you, they can't keep telling you America is free. So they put you in a position because they understand the mind of society and the human being. That's all they do. The biggest weapon America has in this country is control. We are all enslaved. We some fools. You get up every day. You think your thoughts are yours. You think your words are yours. You think everything that you wear, everything that you desire, that it's yours. It's not. It's all been planted inside. And so they get you to be fearful of something. And then they say, this is what we're going to do. But that solution is usually locking down on your freedom a little bit. But we're willing to say, okay, and give our freedom up in whatever vein that is. Because we think this thing is going to protect us. When the truth is, it's a created, fabricated thing by the government that wouldn't even be here if they didn't do it. Women are dying in birth, especially black women, on purpose. Nothing has happened to black women's bodies that wasn't the same body that they was born with. The healthcare system is the same thing. But this is their answer. So we just don't give everybody babies. No, they want you to believe that shit like they're doing it for a good reason. No, they're doing this because we're going to this new world order. 
And LGBTQ is more a part of this world order than you would know. Let me tell you something. The reason why they won't stop this is because a world full of LGBTQ people mean less children. If you get your children from factories, that, that means we can keep up on the count. We can say how many are there. Have we not paid attention to the, the plan being depopulation? Now, let me just, for somebody say on YouTube, if you're listening, the, the mother, don't play with me. I'm just staying with Bill Gates said. I'm not giving misinformation. Bill Gates said that we have a population issue. He has said it time and time and time again. And all of his interviews that we all just, we just brave over the shit. We hear him say it. And every time he says that population is an issue with global warming and all of these things that are happening, the next thing Bill Gates says, if there is a solution to this, and what is Bill Gates' solution? What do he say? He said it right in our face. And we don't even, we don't, we don't, we don't, I don't know if we notice it. Maybe we do notice it, but we just don't care. What did Bill Gates say that the solution to overpopulation and, and global warming and all those things? What is, yes, vaccinations. Now I want y'all to just think about that for a moment. Just think about it. Think about it. Let us again. Do y'all find anything wrong with that comment? The problem is we're overpopulated. Global warming is the issue. And the solution is vaccinations. How does vaccinations fix that? Y'all do that. Not misinformation, facts on facts on facts. You can go look it up, okay? So YouTube, when you're talking junk about my video, go do your fact checking, right? When it comes to COVID, the most deaths in COVID now lie amongst the vaccine. Let me just sit that right there. Let me let you think about it for a moment. That's a fact. The news is now admitting that. So don't you think that people are not going to go through human beings that are here to run society you have all these folks in the population of america that live here within this country if you have them to do the job why would you need ai to do the job if you have human beings that can just turn on some robbery day and get it on and make some babies what you need a baby factory for Because they are preparing our civilization to be one that numbers are controlled. That people are in relationships that don't necessarily produce children. When children are born through these factories, I'm sure that they will have numbers. I don't know. They call them social security numbers. I will call them a serial number. So they're going to be able to control when children are born and when children are not born, okay? 
And then if you mess up everybody's mind to the point that people don't do things the natural way, you cut down on the natural first, which is going to ultimately do what? It's going to make the growth of civilization go in the other direction. And then again, read between the lines, like Bill Gates said, we got all these, all these, all these facts to take care of the problem, right? So when we just had the, the last thing that we went through, who was the first to be affected? Walk with me. Who was the first group to be affected? Who was the highest group of people that had to worry about, about dying and they died at alarming numbers? Your grandma. Your grandpa. All the older people. Then next, who was the highest group? Older folks, like in their 40s, right? You know, those are the groups of people who believe in traditional ways. Those are the groups of us that remember what it was like yesterday. We're going into a place that don't look familiar to no damn body. So I've told y'all time and time again, what they have to do is get rid of the older generation because if you want to change a society, you must get into the minds of the children. Children are moldable, they're malleable, they're adaptable. You can make them whatever it is that you want them to be. And then I want you to go back to the public schools and what are they doing to our children? What curriculums are they teaching our children? I need y'all to read between the lines back because I'm saying some stuff that if I say it like I want to say it, they're going to be mad at me. And y'all know what I need you where your video at? <laughs> So I need y'all to read between the lines. Well, what are they teaching our kids in school right now? They have a new curriculum thanks to um Obama. Shout out to Obama, y'all. Love y'all, Obama. So that curriculum and all of these laws that you have to gender affirm your children. And your kids can come home at seven and say, Mom, I don't want to be a boy anymore. I'm a girl. And you're like, no, the hell you ain't. And then they go to school and they tell the counselor, you want to affirm them and let them take hormone blockers and mess up their body and do all of that at a young age. And then they're going to have child protective services at your door telling you, you are abusing your child by not affirming them being another gender. Y'all don't see what's happening? They're getting into the minds of the babies because watch this. When we all gone, nobody will be arguing. There will come a time on social media and the metaverse and the whatever world and the whatever and wherever we're going to be, there won't be any more talk about how are you playing sports and you're a man, but you say that you're a woman and you out here wrestling and breaking motherfuckers' arms and bones. That's not right because technically, you know, you are stronger because you are biologically a man. We never have them arguments no more in the future. We're not going to be around. You think the youth are going to argue about that? Hell no. Because they're growing up and they're being taught. Again, how many hours you spend with your kids if they go off to public school every day? Really think about that shit. You at work, who raised your kids? The public school system raises your children. And child protective service services are the disciplinarians. And they will tell you what you can do to your child and what you can't. And when it comes to doing things to children, they are the ones that are allowed to do what they want. But you better not do that with your child. And this is not to knock anybody or not to say that you're not a good parent. I want you to know that this is not about that, right? 
because you have been set up into this matrix that keeps you going on plantation every day they keep the parents distracted while they take over your children and i don't care how much of a good parent you think that you are i don't care how much you talk to your child when they come home from school when they are spending more hours a day in a classroom and at a school building who is doing all of these things and implementing this stuff in their mind your child is going to come home with values you did not give them they're going to come home with things that you did not instill in them and you did not tell them to do Children suffer from something called egocentricism. They are caring about what it is that their counterparts think. Peer pressure is a mother when it comes to being a kid. These are all psychological facts. Your child might not start off wanting to be a boy and then be a girl. You give him two years in the school system, he'll swear he was born this way. I mean, if you have all these human beings, what do we need robots for? So I want y'all to think about that. If you can't work, how you going to live? You think they just going to have a bunch of people homeless on the streets? No. You'll probably get monthly stipends. They already tested that on you. It was called the, um, well, I can't even think of this shit now. What were the checks they gave everybody during COVID? Somebody give me the words. I'm having a brain. <laughs> They already tested it on me. Stimulus. Thank you. Thank you, you lady. <laughs> Stimulus check. They already tested it on you. And everybody stayed home. Right? Everybody stayed home. And everybody was able to be taken care of and they didn't have to go to work and they were quite all right with staying at home. So much staying at home that after the COVID lockdown was over, they was like, oh, you guys can go back to work. So many people didn't want to go back to work. Businesses were having a hard time trying to get people to be employed. They would, but nobody was take the job. People wasn't showing up for work. That was work out. See, there's always a test run, y'all, before the real run. Oh, yes. We gonna tell y'all Take your ass in the house and see if y'all listen. And we did. We gonna tell you can't go outside and go nowhere unless you put a certain thing in your body. And we listen. When everything was over and they was teaching kids at home, how come they still this year are sending out bulletins where I live and they're trying to get people to keep their children at home? Yeah. Here in Georgia, they have still, and when the school year was getting ready to start, they were sending it in the mail to everybody. They were saying to everybody um, that your kid can still stay at home. And so now the public school down here is offering a public school homeschool option. So your child can just I'm stay at home, be enrolled in the school, and then your kid can just log on and watch class from home. Why are they still pushing people towards keeping your kids at home? If everything is over, why? Now y'all remember that they made that chip, the Pentagon and everybody admitted it. This is not, this is not misinformation, it's the truth. Okay, go look it up. New York Times, everybody was talking about it. The Pentagon created a chip. Yes? Y'all remember that? We talked about that. I don't think they took that video down, so maybe we can still talk about it. <laughs> and what was that chip supposed to do, you guys? The chip is supposed to be created so that 
it will um, keep, you don't have to walk around with a um, vaccination card. Um, and that chip would also, they said, talked about carrying your finances and your money on there, right. cryptocurrency. Um, yeah, and it will hold all your identification and, and who you were, right? But they talked about this being a global thing, right? Not just in the United States. So what I imagine that's going to look like is you walk in the grocery store, there are sensors, the same kind of sensors as if you walk out and you steal some shit, right? But the mm-hmm. sensor is literally the chip in every person walking through. If you walk through any place in any country, in any city, in any airport, in any business, and those lights go off because you have a fever higher than a certain amount, guess what? You're going to be told you can't go in there. It may even get to a point that if they find that you have a fever over a certain amount, you may be put into a quarantine center until you are better. Now, people are like, that's crazy, but they were actually doing that to they were holding people up at hotels and wouldn't let them go home. Quarantine. So all these things I'm talking about are actually, have all actually already happened. That was the test run. China already has this social status system, the way they do stuff. You can, you can be hanging out with the wrong people that folks don't like or they think they're bad folks or doing things they think you shouldn't. And you will look up and you can be penalized and they will just take your money from you because you was doing the wrong thing and not being socially right. So they already have these systems and these things coming. So let me tell you something. Didn't you hear a lot of officials? Didn't Biden tell you? Did he not say that we should be more concerned about the next? We should be more concerned about the next what? Y'all put in the chat, but I, I don't know about the The next one, when it's coming. He told you to be, to be worried about the next one. Not the one that just left. Y'all thought that one was bad? That was a test run. You took the check so they know they can get you to stay at home. They told you to go to fucking your house and you live in your damn house, right? And the reason why I say this is, didn't the government tell us that, that we're in a recession? Didn't they also tell us that we were going to have inflation and we were going to have shortages? Right? Whatever the government tells you that they are going to, that we should look out for something or something might happen, it's definitely going to happen because they caused it to happen. So let me give you some, some information you might think is conspiracy theory, but it is very much fact. I told you guys that the prices were going to inflate one more time. They were going to go really high right before the holidays, right? And everybody was complaining. It was all over social media. Y'all was mad because the butter was twice as much. The butter that used to be three fifty was now eleven ninety nine. Remember that? And everybody was upset. I told y'all during during the holidays, food prices was going to go up once again, and y'all paid for it. Why y'all just didn't say, "Fuck this butter, fuck this holiday." Yeah. Fuck these candy yams. They ain't good for me anyway. I'm gonna just juice it and drink it. It'd be better. <laughs> I'm just, I'm serious though. We still bought them anyway. Because they've conditioned you. You're just like, oh God, we gotta buy this stuff. This is the way stuff is. No, you didn't. You could have left that shit right there on the shelf. You could have. But that's the crazy part. Because I go to the grocery store and I mean, you know, while I'm talking junk, I be buying my coffee cream, right? I could leave that shit on the shelf too. It's twice as much as it used to be. I buy it. They claim there's a dairy shortage. Y'all notice how eggs is going up? Right? They're ridiculous. 
Somebody said they cancel Easter. Good. You should fucking cancel it. But the truth of the matter is, nobody's gonna cancel Easter. Y'all just gonna spend one thousand seven hundred sixty-three billion motherfucking dollars on eggs. That's all. But check this out. So me and Oliver was hanging out. You know, we hang it out with guys who like the four wheelers and the, and the and the army tanks, and they, you know, like shit shit up all the time. You know, and when you do that here in Georgia, you usually be out on somebody's land. When you go out to the land, you know what you run into? Farmers. So we have spoken to farmers, and we're gonna be bringing this to you on MX Network real soon. We have interviews with them and everything, but we didn't go out there for that, but we felt the need to capture it anyway, right? So we spoke to farmers, black ones and white ones, okay. They all said the same thing. They all said the same thing. Whether they had cows, whether they had chickens, <coughs> whether they had whatever it was that they were growing their crops, they all have been paid by the government. They get paid every month to destroy their Food. That's not a conspiracy. People were saying that I'm telling you the, the, the truth. You had another black farmer came out and said that too. Why? If we're having food shortages and so therefore it is causing inflation, why on earth would you be paying the farmers to destroy? The food that they have produced. And then why would you? I want y'all to let that sink in. So is a recession here? Yes. But is it real or is it created? Is inflation here? Yes. But is it real or is it created? Every time these motherfuckers in the White House open their mouth, you should listen to what they're saying. Because whether it is truth or lie, they are very good at making the lie a truth. So if they suggest some shit, you should just wait because they're going to create the shit. We have one guy tell us with everything in inflation, but y'all been buying beef, beef lately, you know, it's already expensive as hell. So apparently the farmers take their, their cattle and they put them in auctions. And once you put your cattle on the auction, you can't really go take it back. You just got to take what they give you for it. You don't give really to argue with them. It's whatever they get. Do you know for as much as the prices is going up on everything, do you know that this man, they sell their cows and they be hundreds of pounds and they get so much per pound for the cow. And so this man said that in the auction, the last cows that he sold, they gave him like 50 cents a pound. I want you to let that sit how the fuck is it inflation when you're paying 50 cents a pound? You're paying farmers to destroy their crops and you're paying them 50 cents a pound. But how much that shit is a pound in the stuff? What I'm telling you is there is no reason for there to be a fucking shortage. There is no reason for them to be hiking the prices up the way that they are because on the low where they're actually getting this shit down to the bottom they are paying nothing for it and instead of paying these farmers for their produce and their food and everything else to in the meat to put inside of these stores so that they the shelves can be stocked and we can have it at a reasonable price they're paying them to destroy it instead 
I tell you all the time, whenever some shit happened in this country, we be doing the wrong shit. The question is why and what? Why they doing this and what the fuck they doing it for? That's what you always need to ask yourself. Why and what? Why should Why I is this country trying to create a recession? Why would you destroy your shit? And they keep playing with y'all emotions because I had a whole lot of people in here. Y'all kept telling me, y'all kept telling me, Michi, my store is not short. Right, we got food, it's all stocked up. Okay, so now that we've been in this a couple of months, y'all stores are stocked. Like, I don't go to the store right now, this is the shelves that's stocked. But how many of y'all notice this pattern? You uh, notice yeah. how they'll stock the shelves, and it's like stock. they're full for a moment, and then everybody buys everything in the store, and, and then the shelves again. are empty for a while until it comes back. So see, when somebody tells you that you're going to see all these food shortages in the store, and y'all like, oh, no, if we got food in our store, you ain't worried about it. Okay, keep not being worried about it. But you go into the store to school one day, and the next day it's not. I want you to think that before these things happen, didn't you just go into the store for the most part? I mean, unless it was a ghetto-ass mom, I did just never stock their shelves. For the most part, you go into the store, and things get replenished, and they're there, and you can go back and forth. If they're out of something, you go back the next day, and it's there. At the store now, the shelves are full. And then when everything is gone, you don't get that stuff back in. The shelves are empty for a couple of weeks. Then it's full again, and then it's gone. That's called priming, y'all. They're getting you slowly ready. If they shock the fuck out of us in this country, if they do things to us and they don't ease them in on us and give our mind a primer, whether it's through movies or whether it's through things we've seen before, so these things don't seem foreign to us, if they just throw it at us, People would be enraged. They would be shocked and everybody would stand up and be like, you don't get to do this to us. This is some bullshit. And we would fight back. But when you ease it in on us, we think it's our idea. We think that we're in trouble, that we're not. This is all created shit by them. And then when things happen, we're not so devastated because we've already been prepared. If the country was to come back right now and say, we have, and they already said there's another variant out there, and they claim that this variant is getting people sick twice as fast as any year. They're already talking that mess. But if they was to tell us tomorrow to go in your house, you gonna say no? No, you gonna go to fuck back in that house? You know how many you going in the house? Because they already told us to go in the house and we went in the house. So you've already been primed. You already know how this works. And you know how many people gonna willingly go in their house because you know what you're gonna say next? Well, shit, is they finna send everybody another stimulus check? And you're gonna take your happy ass right in your house. Crazy thing is going in your house ain't gonna help you nor is it gonna hide you. Because I don't go anywhere. And I told y'all, I got the, the Amicron. I told you Omarion came and tap dance in my driveway in the rain and it was all sick. I had been anywhere for two weeks. My car had not left my driveway for two weeks. My kids go to home school. None of us had left our house. Oh, my God. What? But everybody in the house was sick. That shit was in the water. Stop playing. She go in the house and hide. That don't mean it ain't going to get you. Matter of fact, they probably all want you to go in your house so that when y'all get sick and whatever happened, you already in that motherfucker. So I know that we talked about a lot of conspiracy theories over the years. Um, I think I was 17 the first time I started hearing about conspiracy theories and things. But I want you to know that um, these things are not conspiracy theories. And I guess I just want to say to y'all with all seriousness that we are going into a, a, 
a state in this country that is not going to be familiar or recognizable to anybody right it's y'all think y'all go to work every day and y'all think all um <laughs> y'all think that all of this is is just like a movie or it's a dream or it's going to be in the far distance all these things we talked about in ai are right here we're being replaced by artificial intelligence nobody will have any jobs and we don't even need women to give birth anymore do you see what the fuck has happened in the world right so i assume y'all don't want to get up and like fuck some shit up in this country because y'all tell me Every time I say that, Michi, you're doing too much. So I'm just shut the fuck up. You know, I guess we can fight the robots. It'd be like the movie, our robot. I'd rather fight real people than <laughs> y'all niggas want to fight the robots. I'd rather fight the real people. Because once all these robots get made, they're going to beat our ass. You can't beat be no robot. You can't even shoot the robot. They don't believe. They don't even care. Y'all watching the movies. So. Or as much as we love our guns, what the fuck your guns gonna do? Now I'm saying this shit with a smile, but it's really sad as hell. Cause life about to be crazy. If you live to see it in 10 years, listen to me now, but leave me later on. Watch what we get ready to be, y'all. And we are so ill prepared for any of this stuff. And this is why I'm throwing it out there and I'm saying it to y'all because I need y'all to like really wake up. Like I know we got all this stuff going on online. Gangsta Mulan passed away on her porch. You got, you know, Tariq's hairstyle and shit. The Richard say motherfucking holiday. It's a lot going on, y'all. And y'all get distracted. I need y'all to focus. And I need you to understand that this shit is coming. If they told you the next one gonna be worse, that means it's the next one coming because they're the creators of it all. So I think that you should start paying attention. Let me throw something else out there that I don't know if y'all realize. How, how y'all feel about that um that snowstorm that cold spell that just came through? How y'all feel about that? Hmm? I had somebody tell me. I think I was in I was in Nathan's chat. I was on his a panel on Nathan Bailey's uh, channel, and somebody was like. I said that they that massacrates weather and they told me that I needed a foil tin, a tin foil hat and that I was stupid. <laughs> but you do know if you does anybody else feel that way? Because you do know, like if you go and Google, it's called weather modification. Like that's not a lie. It really is here, right? So this is the thing. When weather happens in places in ways that it never happened before, what do y'all think oh, about oh. that? No, I'm asking, did they, did, did they And then this would be my question. While we were all talking really, about Kanye, they, they, we were talking they, about all of those other things. Possible. How many of you were really paying attention? Because before yeah, winter ever hit, yeah. there was all kind of articles talking about rolling power outages this winter. The winter not even here. And they was telling people that you would spend to have power outages this winter. 